I said to the guy, you can't park your donkey in my garage. <laughs> yeah, I, that's, that's silly. Oh, that is a very silly story. Oh, gosh. Well, here we are at our Christmas party. This is amazing. Unreal. I can't believe this. Yeah, and you know what? I'm, I'm glad as well because every week... We, we take films and more that have never been staged before, and we talk about how we stage them. And I've, I've been finding it pretty exhausting. I'm just glad we get a week off, you know? Every single week, yeah. No, it's... You know what? I was really keen for a Christmas special this year, but actually when you said, let's do a podcast Christmas party instead, I, I, I just... Yeah, I was like, why did we not think of this before? This is an incredible idea. Yeah, and like, you know, oh, it's just lovely to have everyone here. There's cheese and wine. Yeah, everyone's I mean, dressed in suits. Look, virtually everyone is here. It's unbelievable. Virtually, yeah, that's true. Virtually everyone. <laughs> virtually, virtually everyone is here. That's so true. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just lovely. I'm just, I'm just really enjoying it. And yeah, I'm just so glad we don't have to do it. This can you can you imagine if right now we were coming up with an idea for how to stage a Christmas movie? Hi boys! Oh, oh hey, Elspeth! Thanks hey. for putting this together. This is awesome. No worries. You know, I really care about the podcast, and uh, you know, I've been really thinking about it, and I I think we should stage Home Alone. Right? Yeah. Next year we can stage Home Alone. Yeah, next year. Next that's, year. That's great. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. We we have to stage Home Alone tonight. Uh, otherwise, I'm pulling the plug on the podcast. What? What? Elspeth, you, you just went naught to 60 in like two seconds. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. Well, the, the thing is, a big name producer who I obviously can't name for legal reasons. Because they're such turned, a big name. Such a big name has turned up at the party. Yes. And, and they're saying they want to hear our ideas for Home Alone. Oh my oh, gosh. goodness. Okay, all right. Um, I had not. Oh, Wait, sorry. When you say Home Alone, place. let me just be clear. When you say Home Alone, you mean the 1990 family Christmas classic directed by Chris Columbus, written by John Hughes, starring Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, and Catherine O'Hara. That's exactly the one. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. That Just goes, oh, good to get that clear. I'm, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad it's not the new Netflix one. Uh, oh, I really like. I, <laughs> you, I, mean, I'm, you mean the Disney Plus one, Home Sweet Home Alone? Oh, I said Disney Plus. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that one. That one. I mean, at least I could. Oh, the thing is, Elspeth is like I haven't seen it for you know about a year because I did. We didn't prepare anything because we're not doing a podcast episode this week, but. I mean, do, but when, do you want to give us uh, a rundown of the plot, I guess? I, I can give you, like, brief synopsis. I so, could do you with know. a synopsis, yeah. Yeah, I I gonna, yeah please. So, you know, it's when a bratty eight-year-old Kevin McAllister acts out the night before a family trip to Paris, his mother makes him sleep in the attic. After the McAllisters mistakenly leave the airport without Kevin, he awakens to an empty house and assumes his wish to have no family has come true. Mm. But his excitement is soured when he realises that two con men, the wet bandits, named so because they turn on taps when they thieve things, plan to rob their residence and then he alone must protect the family home. And he comes up with a series of things to make sure that they can't steal all of uh, their Christmas presents and the police catch them now you say it, it's all coming back to me yeah no i'm really being reminded of that i mean uh, uh, but we, you know we need to we need to come up with an idea to stage it i like hate right to now. add more jeopardy oh, but yeah? you've only got an hour to do it we've what only got an hour we've oh, only got an hour okay well an look elizabeth you're bringing us this you do you have an idea no 
Absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, no. That's why I'm coming to you two. Oh gosh, can you're I stumped. You? We we've come up with like twenty different plays this year, oh. and you want us to come up with another one just on the spot like this, which is what we do on the podcast every week anyway. Oh, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What if we? This is going to sound silly, but Caleb, what if we? What if we went around? the party right now all our wonderful previous guests yes and ask them like their pitch of their ideas but like oh, we haven't got long what do we oh okay okay i've got this okay 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 we go and ask everyone but we, we have to be ruthless if someone has the same idea someone's already had we're gonna have to just move on and yeah be like, we can't hear bye. them out we can't hear yeah. the same idea over and over again okay no. and look if, if we've only got an hour you know, I mean, we talked about virtually everyone is here, okay? So we need to get around people quickly. So we'll give them, what, like two minutes to pitch to us before we talk through the idea with them, and, and then we'll just move on. We just, we're just we going to have to keep moving on until we find the right idea. Yeah, I think so. Or, or, or I mean, maybe we'll have to put other pe- people's ideas together and, like, make a, well, a mishmash idea. You're, you are famed for doing that, Jake. I so. am famed for doing that. That is something I'm I like sure to do. I'm sure find a way I'm sure of making I will, that happen. But, like... Uh, home alone home it's, alone i mean it's there's a i mean that, stage in that um all right oh, oh, right Look, well no, I... <clears throat> i'm gonna go and give mold wine to this big time producer please keep do. him here for the next hour you guys get on it otherwise podcast gone all right oh, it's a man that narrows it down oh no <laughs> well you keep you keep the producer busy yeah <laughs> whoever they may producer. be whoever they may be okay, and we're right, gonna Caleb. we're gonna go and speak to all our guests okay. see you in an hour all right okay um oh okay oh uh, over there look it's um it's dan Dawes, uh who did nightmare before christmas with us let's let's oh, go back and in talk to him yeah yeah, yeah perfect yeah, yeah. okay he, he knows about christmas films dan 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 hi hi um uh me and Caleb here. Uh, you're at our party, so obviously you know you, you know what's going on. This may be like a podcast party. No, I'm having a great time. Yeah, I, I haven't got a cup of coffee in my hands at all. Like this, yeah, I've got a, it's, well, this, uh, this is a pina colada, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Of course, yeah. We're serving pina coladas at our Christmas party. Great. So have we, have we, got, any, have we got any cheese and wine? I hear that's important. We're, we're going to get that joke a lot, aren't we, today? Probably, <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, so Dan, the thing is, right, is we, so obviously we, we decided to do this party. We didn't want to do a podcast episode this week and we mm. wanted to have just a chill time. But Elizabeth has come over to us and she has said that basically there's this big shot producer that wants us to stage home alone and we have to do it like tonight. We have to come up with an idea, but we are just yeah. utterly stumped. Um, and we just want to pull everyone's ideas and we just we've already like talked about the plot but we just we just want any any ideas that you have and we just like if we just talk about them for a bit that'd be great okay okay right so bear in mind i i uh i have done zero prep for this i hope correct but all i've done is turn up to this party I've got my drink and you're having a chat to me. And so this is off the cuff, yeah, right? Absolutely. Pretty no, much. None of absolutely. us, none of yeah. us have seen the film for and years. Look, let's be honest. Uh, I watched Home Alone. I, I, actually, I should clarify first. What version of Home Alone are we talking about here? We're talking about the one with Ashling B that seemed to come out. Or is no, there no, 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 no. Don't worry. It's the original Home Alone. We're not talking about that one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, with, 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 the, with the classic, right? I Look, I think I watched it the last time about two years ago. So forgive me. I don't know the whole plot details here, but... Um, no one gives a shit about the plot of Home Alone is, is, is my takeaway from this right? no one cares 
it, it it's all about the it's all about the robbers, right? It's all about Kevin and the robbers. That I, watching it a couple of years ago, I remember thinking, oh, "There's a lot of build up to this." I just remember it as being like a set piece, really, which is that which is that these two robbers are trying to get into this house. Mm. Uh, so, right, not thinking too hard about this. I'm intrigued to know your ideas as well. I reckon we do a reverse escape room with actors. Nice. Right? So the point of Home Alone is that well, the point of escape rooms is you're trying to get out. The point of Home Alone is that two fuckers trying to get in. What <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to do is keep these guys outside. We don't want them in the house. So if we do what I reckon, big warehouse, fuck it, big sort of escape room style sort of setting. Yes. And, and you and your mates agree. So great for Christmas parties because we're at a Christmas party right now. What's better than the contents of this Christmas party than having a sort of reverse escape room? <laughs> Not, nothing else, if I'm honest. Um, so we're in this big room and we've got a series of different tools that we can use and equipment in order to, to lay traps for a team of actors who are trying to get inside that room. <laughs> I don't know what those things are. I don't know how many health and safety forms I'd have to put but essentially, what what we're doing is it's almost like a sort of Takeshi's Castle kind of style. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> so, so that's what I'm thinking. That you've got to kind of the actors have to overcome these obstacles, and you have to lay them out. And maybe there's like five or six different entrances. You've got a team of actors that are the robbers, and they're trying to get into your house. Mm. You want to stay there, home alone with your mates, having this Christmas party. But hey, let's keep these robbers out. That's that's what I think. Anyway, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm picturing it like Home Alone crossed with like a game of COD Zombies, but in yes. real life, yeah, <laughs> You're like right. building barricades and yeah. yeah, I love this. I love this. For a second, I thought you were going to say that the audience were the robbers and there were actors stopping them from getting in. I'm all about putting the barriers down to access to the arts, right? You know what? I would love to watch that on Challenge. Like it would just be, yeah. it would just be great <laughs> with with a sarcastic British bloke like doing a voiceover for the whole thing. I think, yeah, yeah, it's destined for poor daytime TV. I think, yeah. <laughs> which is the uh, which is all rage at the moment. Um, okay, so we okay, so there's no plot. It's just get in. It's just that it, it's not it's like, just, like, I don't know. Like you, you'll you'll get people on the podcast tonight who, who will disagree. Sorry, the party, the party, the, the, <laughs> right? the party is very important to keep up that very similitude. Uh, they'll disagree, but I think the plot is just. I just got bored watching it again a couple of years ago. I just sat there thinking, come on, I want to get to the yeah, bit, and it's just the, the last the, twenty the minutes. Member, you know. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's, so, it's such a small part of the film, but it, it feels so iconic. And I think that's why the films have this amazing longevity. So I, I just, mm. I'd lean so far into that to the point that, yeah, it's almost like a sort of crossover thing. It's a, it's a themed, it's like a kind of, um, uh, yeah, immersive kind of element. I suppose you could, you could even watch the film after as a sort of secret cinema kind of style sort of thing that you, you start with this escape room experience, then you go after the bar later on and you watch the film to go and you have some drinks. And that, I build it into a sort of theatrical experience, I think, rather than necessarily just, just staging the the yeah, film yeah yeah, yeah i love sense. that and like in escape rooms normally there's like some kind of entity that's maybe like someone who's like a cowboy or the police or whatever that are like mm. leaving you like clues and things that will like tell you what to do is that kevin in this scenario <laughs> yeah. I mean, I we can hire an eight-year-old yeah. to, to walk around and help them defend the house against these robbers yeah so have you not done that before kevin <laughs> That's how I got through lockdown by just <laughs> well, hiring eight-year-olds. 
to stop the baddies coming in. Uh, no, I, yeah, I, I reckon that would be a really fun, really fun thing to play around with. Yeah, having a sort of Macaulay Culkin. Look, he probably needs the work, right? <laughs> Get him back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's do it. In. He has a brother as well. He did that he? ad. He did that ad a couple of years ago where he redid Home Alone. I'm sure he would be yeah. coming into this sort of live immersive experience to do it as isn't well. Isn't that what the new it's movie is with Ashling B? Isn't it Ashling B and and Macaulay Culkin? Uh, are the parents is it's that- a weird mother and son <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be something wouldn't it <laughs> uh look dan uh, i mean this idea is is brilliant i i would be ready to take this to the the producer yes the big, the big name producer whose name we yes. cannot say um oh. so thank you so much for for that idea um at all I hate merry you christmas uh, yeah you too and i hope you all, all three of you stay safe and well and keep enjoying those cocktails thank absolutely you. enjoy you the too. party yeah thanks very much i'm yeah i'm gonna change all right i mean i don't know why he's doing that it's jazz music but it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, right bye okay. then dad cheers bye-bye Oh, um, okay. Oh, that was great. Okay. How, that was who, awesome. All right. Who else can we go to? Um, oh, Rada. Rada's over there. Oh, perfect. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, uh, is Alex with her? No. Okay, it's just, it's just Rada. Just Rada. Uh, we'll staged... assume Alex is getting drinks or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Alex is getting drinks. Uh, and they, they staged Midnight in Paris with us earlier of this course. year. Of course. Yes. That was great fun. Um, Rada, Rada, hi. Hello. Hi. How, it's how very nice to see you. Um, I'm doing okay. I'm a bit tired, but I'm doing good. It's nice to be here. We're so yeah. glad you could make it to our party. It's... Well, I nearly didn't come. Well, <laughs> well I'm glad so... you did. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know what that means. Did we do something wrong? No, uh-huh. I just, you know, I like to leave the air of like, Mystery. I'm like the sort of person that you just don't know whether I'll show yeah. up or not because it's boring to be the person that you're like, that person would definitely show up. That's true. That's true. Well, you know, yeah. you're you're you were fashionably late. We've been here for you know four hours or so uh, <laughs> at, this, at this party. Um, but thank you for coming. Um, look, we're in a bit of a rush. Uh, we, we need to stage Home Alone like right now, and we we've had a couple of good at ideas. This party? Yeah, yeah, at this party, <laughs> there's a look, lot to there's, explain. <laughs> there's no time. Right. There's no time to explain. We just we really need some help. Have you got okay. any ideas? I kind of don't can you come back to me like can you circle back to me honestly that's that's a very acceptable response to this question i think <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. that's fine do you want to do you want to like make some calls or like yeah maybe see if yeah can, can i make your... some phone calls and and like i'll just go where other people are smoking or something i'll like take a minute in the smoking <laughs> area and like thank you so much you are, you are saving our lives okay all right oh uh, over there can you see who's that oh it's it's max Lindsay who, who oh. did um Drop dead gorgeous with us just a few oh, weeks ago. Amazing. Okay, well, he's gonna have a great idea. Let's go and ask him. Hi, Max. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, good. good. How are you finding the party? Joyous, loving it, loving all of the uh, all of the slut dropping going on over in the corner. Excellent work from everyone. I've oh, never yeah. seen anyone slut drop to jazz music before, but I'm glad it's happening now. That it works. Yeah. It you know works. What? We applaud. We applaud Elspeth. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stunning, um, stunning work. So look, Max, we're in a bit of a rush, right? Okay. We've been told that we have to stage Home Alone right now, and we're just going around pulling ideas from our party guests because we're stumped. Okay. Do you know the film? Yeah, obviously. Um, uh, although I had to educate my boyfriend on it last year because he'd never seen it. 
outrageous. Oh my goodness, outrageous. that is outrageous. <laughs> Thirteen, he's never seen Home Alone. Shocking. Um, okay, all right. How about how about let's go for a dark version? How about you turn it into a horror? <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, Kevin's been sent up to the attic uh, the night before uh, when the when the robbers are trying to uh, haunt out the place, so they don't know he's up there. They come in. And there's a whole sequence where they just go through and they murder all of the McAllisters. Uh, oh my goodness! Not, <laughs> not knowing, not knowing that you know Kevin is still up there. They're then the next day they're there just kind of trying to get everything out, get everything sorted. And suddenly he comes on down and he's like, "Ah, what's happening here?" And then you know there's the classic chases that keep on going on, but it's in a slightly darker, more twisted way. You know, then you can have like loads of moments where he ends up using his family members as weapons. So you know, oh my like the bit, the bit where um, <laughs> uh, he um, where he throws like paint cans over the banisters. Yeah, that could be like the head of his cousin, <laughs> just fully like swings over. Then Catherine O'Hara's head comes over, swinging over about <laughs> another one. And um, yes, yeah. And then you know, like when it comes to like when he's like trying to distract them. Um, uh, with the party and all, all of like the figures, they're just the bodies of his family. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what? Something about that kind of makes more sense than the movie. <laughs> it, in this, in the way that, like, because by the end of the film, those robbers are not trying to rob that house; they are just, trying, just to trying to murder. murder. Absolutely. So why not yeah. take it to its natural conclusion, where everyone is dead yeah. and it's just Kevin is the sole survivor. Kevin is the yes. one remaining yeah. who's fighting for his Man. life. And it it also makes way more sense than like all of the twisted crap they have to do to make it so that he is home alone for like four straight days. <laughs> yeah, just murder his family. It's that simple. It's Done. so much more simple than like cutting the telephone lines yep. and uh, and all the power cuts and there's no planes and all that. And it's so chisel. much. There's so much fun because you just have on stage. You have the house, and then every so often there's a yeah. different room that appears, and then you see them going upstairs, and then you see a body rolling down the stairs. Um, and, yes. and then you have you know someone like being thrown off of the roof, and you know you see that you see all of that. You have someone jumping Brilliant. off the back of it. Like there's so much fun. Like you know, like having like a um, you know, so like some glass patio doors at the back that then someone is you know not there one moment and then there the next. There's so yes. much fun to yes. be had with that. I love this like big scale spectacle theater oh, that is yeah. just about terrifying our audience. Yeah, completely. I think as well, uh, opening with a very similar feeling of like, you know, this mad rushed family, but then like at the beginning where we understand the film to get to, you then just have the robbers come in and murder everyone yeah. in this like horrifically gory yeah. Yeah. sequence. Yeah. I, I think that's brilliant. Yeah. I think that's really brilliant. And then I think actually for a lot of it from there, you could maybe do an hour, an hour and 10. That's almost, without dialogue oh completely almost yeah, wordless yeah yeah yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah 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 the tension with just a really cool sound design and uh, just make it all about like the creeping around the house and the trying to make it so that he survives I love it and I think there are hints of horror here though right there's the stories of uh, old Marley who's across the road who's like they say he's a serial killer yeah. maybe he is a serial killer and maybe but maybe he's like a Dexter style serial killer and he comes and kills the robbers at the end because yeah. they're bad guys and he wants to kill them yeah. Um, nice. yeah and I think that and you've got all the stuff with the like the um what is it the the burner the like 
Oh, yeah, the fire. <laughs> what the is oh, yeah, the, the it's like furnace, a for like yeah. a second and then doesn't happen ever again in the film. And you're like, yeah. Body's <laughs> in there. Come <laughs> on, let's go. Body's in there. So, yeah. so, so just to confirm, so, so we have, with the begin, we open the show, we have all the busy rushing around. Yes. With all the, we have loads of actors for that. Yeah. Then they're not in it anymore because they all die and I assume we use like button dummies and stuff for that or whatever or special effects. So how long of how long is that? Is that like half an hour, twenty minutes? What where they're where they're not being used or where they're where they're being murdered? Where like in in like up from the beginning until everyone's been murdered. Basically, well, my question is essentially, how do we give Kevin time to be like, okay, the robbers think I'm dead, but now they know I'm not dead. They're coming back for me. Sorry, not the robbers, the murderers. I uh, the, the wet the wet murderers. And the and the. They're coming back for me, and now I have to use my family's mutilated body parts to oh set up word. some booby traps. So I, th- I think the first half is pretty much all of the murders of the family until, like, oh. you know, like the last kind of like ten minutes where suddenly Kevin, wake- where they think they've got away with it, and then Kevin wakes up and comes on downstairs, and then you get this. This is the genius part of it. Like the end mm. moment of the first half is him walking down the stairs, seeing the dead body, hands on face, screaming. Oh, it's great! Oh, fantastic! <laughs> fantastic! Max is but, perfect. But, but then you find out. But then he takes his hands off, and you realise that he's not screaming at the dead people. He just put aftershave on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Which that that film gave me a, a, like a really twisted idea of how much that was going to hurt. <laughs> it really doesn't hurt that much. It's just, I think Horror Home Alone is a is a almost a perfect pitch to send to, you know to take to this big yeah, shop producer yeah, yeah, so, I, think, I think you're on it I think you've got you're on thank you thank not you so much for those with sensitive cheeks uh, so <laughs> <laughs> oh well Max thank you so much this is going great Caleb we're going to have some great ideas to we're going to have video, some so. great ideas well uh, Max enjoy the rest of the party Merry Christmas Cheers, Merry it's Christmas. been lovely to have you have you here bye 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 okay oh, who should, we, who should we look at next? Oh, can we, should we see if Rada has an idea yet? Let's go back to Rada. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Rada, Rada, have you have you had any ideas? Had one sort of good idea. Well, well we I might need some help with it, but... That's fine. Um, I will say it is the amalgamation of, like, a lot of people's effort. So I want to, like, shout out my brother and shout out my best mate because they definitely helped come up with it. Ah, well, we're so, so glad we gave you time on the phone to, yeah. to go into all <laughs> yeah. those ideas. yeah. Um, well, thank you. Thank you. Okay, well, throw it at us. Give it to us. Okay, so basically, I was thinking about, like, is there a way to do, like, a villain origin story? And would that be cool? Like, mm. would that be interesting? So I have, because I have this image in my head of, like, the, um, are they the wet bandits in this movie? They're the wet the bandits, wet right? bandits, yes. Yeah. <laughs> of them, like, yeah. being interrogated, but they're, like, in a hospital bed because they've had so much shit done to them. Oh um, my goodness, because, that's brilliant. Like, as a kid, and even now, like even more as an adult, I always watch that movie and I'm like, it puts them through so much. Like, yeah. how do they not die? How are they not dead? Like, it, it makes no <laughs> sense to me. Um, but basically, the idea is Wait, that, so, like... Sorry? No, so, so it's a villain origin story, but the villain is Kevin... Is that what well, we're basically, saying? Yeah, well, yeah, so basically, okay. no. So, like, so I, that's sort of the angle that I came from. But what I've landed on is, like, this idea that, like, the movie has happened, right? Like, yes. how we know the movie has, like, happened. But what, we'll do, like, a retrospective where we interview everyone in Kevin's life and we interview the wet bandits. 
So it's mm. like a series of interviews with the wet bandits, with his mum, who like fucking leaves him behind. What the hell? Um, yeah. You know, with the shitty uncle who's like an asshole to him, and like with the old man with the salt and the fucking the like shovel and stuff. Like and like you just interview all of these people and you get like some context on where Kevin's at in his life. Because <laughs> I feel like otherwise it's just a bit. Like random, and he seems like a sociopath kid because he puts these people through so much. But if yes, you get yeah. this like sense that he's this like tortured little eight year old who like is ignored by his family and gets left behind, and the one person who understands him is this like other loner dude who like everybody mistakes as like a murderer, but actually he's a really <laughs> nice guy and has a granddaughter, and you know he's the only person that does something nice. And you never actually meet Kevin through the yes, course yeah, of the yeah. play, like. He's never there, but there's just like a voice that's interviewing all of these people. I really like that as a. I- I love that so much. I think what works really well for staging Home Alone as well is that everyone has seen Home Alone, or like most people have seen Home Alone. So to make them sit through the same plot they know in the same way, I think is, yeah, a bit of a wasted opportunity. But to present them with this entirely new way of understanding Home Alone, I think is really exciting. It does... It does strike me a little bit as like a making a murderer type documentary. I was going to say, it's like 60 minutes Yeah, that's the thing that I wanted your help on. It's like, how do you make it more festive? I don't know. I kind of of really love the idea. You know, like you get those like documentaries about serial killers where they're like, yeah, he was just like a sweet, innocent kid. And then he went (laughs) to like murder seven people or something. Should we call it? Okay, I'm just spitballing here. Here we go. What if we called it? We need to talk about Kevin. Oh! <laughs> I love that! I love that! What if we call it, do we need to talk about Kevin? <laughs> I think I think the way you make it festive is you do the, the like, talking head interviews. Um, everyone, like, sits on stage one at a time. You have the interviewer voiceover. Mm. Um, but um, everyone that gets interviewed is wearing a Christmas hat. Yes. I love that. That's it. I That's really it. love other, that. With no other mention of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> do yeah. we do we sort of make up all of the like bodily harm that the uh, robbers have been through? Is it like uh, you know quite soon after, or is it like years have passed since? I like the idea of them still being in the hospital bed and the nurse is like pulling the glass out of his feet and he's like having to like give an interview. <laughs> I think like, in, like during the interview there is glass being pulled out of the yeah. feet. Of this. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Why not? But also like. You know, I can't imagine a situation in which after all of this happens, Child Protective Services doesn't immediately get involved. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, and then there's that interview as well. That's the person that's interviewing the parents. So like, Well, I don't don't know if you remember this, Rada. Yeah. In the movie, there is a scene where um, Catherine O'Hara's character calls the police. It's right at the start when she realizes that she's she's forgotten Kevin. And the police don't give two shits. (laughs) A-Cab! So I don't know where the CPS would be called because literally the police are like, well, is he dead? And she's like, no, I don't, I hope not. And they're like, well, yeah. then stop bothering us. Yeah. And then they, they, they yeah. send the police officer and he like knocks on the door and Kevin doesn't answer the door because he's scared. And the police yeah. officer's like, don't to count their kids again. Fucking idiots. <laughs> what, okay, look, what if we cast the interviewer is uh, cast as um, Martin Compton? Is that his name from Line of Duty? And and he's unraveling a corruption scandal where the police have been in on it with the wet bandits, and that's what Ooh. the interview's for. 
Cool. Because oh, he start at the very beginning of the film, the 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 smaller wet bandit is addressed as a police officer. officer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But maybe he was actually a police officer, and we put a little police corruption <gasps> scandal in there as well. <sighs> but also, I like the idea of it. Now that I'm sat here with you, talking to you at this, at party. this party, you know, in person. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking, could it be a podcast? Oh, like a like a um, like each episode is a different is an interview, like serial, like a true like, crime, like a true crime podcast. podcast. And I'm only I saying really this because I've just watched Only Murders in the Building, and I don't oh, really me want too. To see it. I, yes, I love it. Big so fan much. of it. Yes, um, yes. And what I really love is it really gets like podcast culture. Yes, yes, so yeah. well. Um, I think fake true crime podcast would be really fun. A yeah. really fun way of doing it, and you can give that feel of like. Like it feels like it's verbatim interviews, like real life interviews. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's really, really fun. Would we get? Would we get the original cast to come back? And then maybe there's like a final episode. You know, when, you know, in the final episode of True Hunk Podcast, maybe it's like six months later, and they've like, and they've found out something new that happens mm. quite a lot. Maybe yes. the last episode is like talking to Kevin, like twenty years later. And we get Macaulay um, Culkin in for and it. We get Macaulay Culkin in for it. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I, lo- I really love that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're just like, dude, aftershave. What's what was wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> what I really want to like the thing that I couldn't get my callers to like jump in on is that I really love the music of Home Alone. Like it really yeah. stands out to me. And I wonder if there's a way of getting that like because my sort of standard thing with anything in the world is like, can we turn it into a musical? Which obviously mm. like it's difficult to do a true crime musical podcast. Like that's asking quite a lot of one piece of work. But is there a way of like getting the music in? Because that John Williams score is like, it's just like it breathes oh, Christmas. Oh, you know, it's, it's, it's so good. Yeah. And I just yeah. want a way of like, if I'm if I'm gonna help you with the film and an adaptation, the music has to be a part of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, otherwise, I, I can't mean, put my name on it. No, I get it. I think it totally functions as a sort of podcast theme tune of, uh, of sorts mm. maybe maybe we can get lyrics to it and have that as the theme tune there to the are lyrics to it it's called somewhere in my memory um, no way why yeah. do i not know this i don't know why <laughs> it's, it's, I think that's a so great name good. for the podcast i reckon we should call the podcast somewhere in our memories <gasps> oh and then we have to like and that's, and that's that's how it works and then You're what if the theme tune is like, like you know <laughs> you know really the <laughs> you know the um how like podcasts like true crime podcast music is often like very like it's got a lot of snare drums in it it's very like like and like yes. so I'm, I'm feeling we have some kind of like version of the of the theme tune that's like got that in going that on style, over yeah. it yeah it's like i think I, you're that taking this john williams idea and just desecrating it but fine <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's called uh, it's called variations on the theme. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Is the theme mediocrity? Oh, <laughs> I am a, uh, I'm a white man, so yeah. <laughs> you'll get away with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brilliant, real Rada. Thank you so much. That was absolutely thank a perfect idea. Coming to me gave me a chance to catch up with some people. Of course. Uh, well, please, in, and enjoy, please enjoy the rest, the rest of, the of the party. Yeah, I will. Yeah. yeah, it's an open bar, right, Jake? We poured the rest of the company money into that. That's right, an open bar being from all that dinosaur for... money that you have. 
lying could, around yes, from your Disney yes. collaboration oh, that you did wow, that yes. you didn't yeah, well, ask me about which I really like cut. I nearly did a PhD about Disney Jake what the hell <laughs> uh, Rada is referring to when we did our April Fool's joke Caleb, I'm, yeah, I'm talking I know. to you, Caleb. Because no, I know because we're because obviously we're not recording a podcast. So I'm just talking to you. Caleb. Yes, yeah, yeah. So no, Ra- yeah, yeah, Rada yeah. is referring to when we did that like, April Fool's joke that said we like Disney had like contracted us to stage di- Disney's dinosaur. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. She was so convinced I it was real that she was it. really mad. <laughs> yeah, that I'm we just hadn't like, come to her. I was really uh, like, I thought Jake and I were friends. Like genuinely, I had a whole conversation with Alex about it, where I was like, Jake knows I love Disney, and he was like. <laughs> He was sort of like, it's not real, but I think he just played along with it because, you know, he likes to pull my leg. Um, but yeah, I was very sad with Jake for, for a couple <laughs> of days. Okay, Rada, we'll, we'll leave you to it. We're going we're to have to go find some other people to help us stage home alone because we Sounds need Sounds good. Ideas. I hope that you woo these producers. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Thank All you. Right, let's go. Um, okay, who's next? Um, so oh, look, the the, people here. Th- there's Ellie over there. Oh, Ellie, who who did the Truman Show with us? Yes, yeah, and oh, has worked fantastic. with us on loads of stuff as well. I know, but this is within the podcast. <laughs> okay, sorry, world, yes, yeah, know. because this is our podcast Christmas party. Exactly, yeah, sorry. podcast Christmas party. You know, um, okay, all right, let's 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 go over to her. Ellie, Ellie, hi. Hey, hey, guys, how's how are you both doing? Yeah, good, yeah, good. good thanks. Yeah, it's uh, thanks for coming to the party. Oh my God, it's an amazing party. Love the food. Oh well, yeah, we, we really hope people would enjoy the cheese. You know, mm. um, I, have you been have you been chatting to other guests? Have you have you been having a good time? Yeah, it's been so nice hearing about you know what everyone's been up to, their crazy Christmas plans. Been really lovely. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely to have everyone like festively together. But look, I mean, we're sorry to be so transactional about this, but we have come over to you for a very particular reason. Oh, okay. And it's not to hang out. Oh, um. <laughs> That's Specifically, sad. don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> right, understandable. I mean, you have invited me to your party, but fine. Basically, we, there's a there's a there's a producer here, Ellie, who wants us to stage Home Alone. Mm-hmm. We got to do it right now. And Jake and I have no ideas. We're just trying to get as many ideas from as many people as we can. Do you, I mean, I know we're just coming to you. Okay. There's been no warning about this. Okay. But do you have any ideas of how to stage Home Alone? Hmm. Okay. Well, you could do like a Home Alone Among Us immersive experience, where okay. like you everyone arrives and you come into this big house it's all decorated for Christmas but it's completely empty and there's maybe like a note on like the front step and um, it's a note from Kevin who's like I've enlisted you to come and help me defend my house from burglars I need you to come up the stairs go to the third room on the left um, which is his bedroom so you know you go up the stairs um, this empty house um, you go into the bedroom there is a like a video on his laptop screen and it's Kevin, the actor, he tells you what to do, he explains the conceit, maybe it's, um, you have a series of missions to do and you have to help him get ready and help booby trap the house um, in order to um, like trap the burglars, Um, but what you have to do is put on a red scarf or a red hat like what he wears in the film so you know um, and you know others that are also on your side helping um, defend the house because okay. maybe it's like staggered entry so you know 15 minutes every 15 minutes a new person arrives and you know you're there like you're wandering around the house you've, you've been told to i don't know go and uh set up the kitchen booby trap and there's a little note that tells you to go somewhere else so there's like everyone has their different missions to do and then maybe after 20 minutes <laughs> then you find out there's a saboteur among you <laughs> somewhat so and i suddenly i was thinking and i'm suddenly like oh actually maybe this is just among us the video game but in real life <laughs> home alone at christmas and 
Uh, to be honest, I would do it. So let's go. So you're there, and then um, you're like, oh my gosh, someone's a saboteur. So you're running around, you have to go back, check all your previous things, and make sure they haven't been um, sabotaged. Um, because then, after like half an hour of prep, then you have to find a seat, maybe hidden behind a sofa, or like peeking out between the banisters on the landing or something. Um, and the burglars arrive, and you watch a series of showdowns. And if you can't see them, you have to like run to a different room to try and like watch the next one. And basically, if the saboteur has won, which could be a person, could be an actor, I don't know. Um, if the saboteurs won, then the burglars win because they've undone all of your work. But if you've actually gone round and completed it all, then you win and the burglars get arrested. <laughs> and Kevin's like, "Wow, this is amazing." And there you go. So this this is real life Among Us, but with like a Home Alone skin placed on top of it. <laughs> like, uh, wait, so so what, what, what constitutes winning? If they like steal the TV or something, or do they try um, and murder Kevin? Well, because oh. because by the end of the film, they don't care about stealing anything. They're just trying to murder Kevin. Is I know, but dark. do we really want to see a child murdered in real life? Like, that's a bit much, right? Well, the thing is, with the TV screen, I was sort of imagining that it's like. Uh, What's his name? Kevin McCauley? Is that his name? McCauley yeah, Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Age like the... 45. No, no, like, yeah, like now. Just being like, guys, you've got to help me out. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a totally different spin. He's like, I just can't be bothered, to be honest. Like, just do the bits, whatever. <laughs> I, I really like this idea. It's interesting because uh, when you first started saying it, I was why because it's we, we bumped into dan doors earlier oh, in the party nice. and he did a reverse uh escape room where you're stopping burglars but what you've done is added this sort of among us layer to it how how is that sort of actually sort of play out in real life like do you come together in a meeting room like you do in among us and like talk it out like who you think the saboteur might be mm, i don't know i think it might be fun but i think i'm worried that would like slightly derail the kind of actually watching the the fun of whether the the burglars win or whether I don't know I kind of I it becomes further and further from like watching watching a show and watching theatre and more just like oh let's actually have physical among us with just just a vague <laughs> veil of Christmas so I think I think okay. yeah I think probably not too among us what if so what it's if, more... if you lose what if at the end after you watch everything mm-hmm. then like the police come up to you and they're like we think there was a third person involved who do you think they were and that's when you decide oh yes yes i really like that yeah because i think the thing with among us is because you're on a screen it's kind of you can have that like oh i think it's the green one i think it's the blue one whatever because there's anonymity but actually in person you're like well i don't want to accuse these strangers i don't really know but actually if you have someone come up to you afterwards you can round whoever you like and that's quite fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really also, love I, that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited by this because, like, Among Us was a weird, like, it was a very short-lived craze. Like, everyone was playing it for like three months, and then I think there was a lockdown that ended, and then everyone just sort of stopped. And I think, mm. I think, bringing it to the live experience would be a real way to sort of re reinvigorate what is a great game. Yeah, yeah, it's it a great concept for a game, in, like a, a blaze of glory. Yeah, and uh, and it's the kind of thing that I do think is 
is sort of perfect for the real life experience because it's it i mean it kind of mimics like um i don't know if you guys have ever done like one of those like murder mystery parties or anything like that mm-hmm. where you're all given like a you know you are this this character and you have to dress as them and you're given like the clues of who, who they are and stuff and i think it just it's just heightening that though mm-hmm. right and you're just like offering like actual activity around that it's not just a dinner party with like a bit of story with it it's like you're doing the whole experience so i think it also think really it fun. raises the stakes as well because you actually know you can win or not win whereas actually there's sometimes if you're yeah. if you're in an immersive experience or you're watching a play you're like well it's going to be fine either way you know the story of home alone actually you're like oh well, he's going to win in the end and it's nice whereas actually having a role to play that could go wrong i think suddenly makes the whole thing more exciting and like oh did you screw up home alone did you really ruin christmas that's brilliant yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> you ruined christmas <laughs> like i i don't know about you guys when i played among us when i was the saboteur i was absolutely terrified it was the most nerve-wracking experience to to be the bad guy in the game absolutely. <laughs> if i had to do that in real life if i had to do that in real life i i i think i would have a panic attack i like there is it's well, i think th- i like the idea of the saboteur being an actor um, but they have to, you know, it's the challenge for the actor because they have to play it like they're a, a normal person who's shown up to this event, right? And I think there's something quite fun about putting that on an actor. And I, so there's been this show on recently that Tom Riles, who's been on our podcast before, did uh, called Education, Education Karaoke, um, which is about like, uh, it's like a karaoke machine show about like, um, state school education and it's performed by uh you know performers who have been to state school and they perform a show they've never seen before from a karaoke machine that's oh, basic cool and so the idea is it means they can get multiple like guest performers in um mm-hmm. so every night's a different person because they're just performing it from a karaoke machine it's a really awesome idea i'm very sad i didn't get to see it um but what if we did something like that but it's it's this idea but the saboteur is a different actor every night you know someone who's just like in london performing and so well, i was gonna say sometimes it could be big name people but then you would definitely know they were the saboteur. <laughs> you're just chilling in the home alone party and suddenly claudia winkleman's there and you're like what's going on here <laughs> But like you, you could get yeah different like but you could just get different like local actors to like yeah. come and Wait, do it each second. night. Does that mean so if that's happening and then someone is like in their ear telling them what to do? Is that what we're saying? Like no uh, no no they we we just say you're the actor you're you're hired tonight to be a saboteur, but you don't want people to find out at the yeah. end. And you know if you know the map of the place and you know all of the different things that are being set up. And you just have yes. to undo them, so it, so it doesn't have to be kind of a coordinated thing. You just have to go around and and undo it all. Okay, yeah, yeah. because because what I've realised is that what this idea is is a Christmas special of the TV program Trapped that was on CBS. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you ever see that? Yes. So yes. There was yes. it was like this team of kids had to do a challenge, and everyone had an earpiece on, and this woman with very dark purple lipstick the no other parts <laughs> of her face would would tell a, a member of the the team that they were the saboteur and at the end of the game they had to they had to vote on who they thought the saboteur was and either yes. the saboteur won and because they weren't discovered or they didn't because they were and either way one person at the end of each round would be trapped and she'd go like you're trapped 
Um, and she, yeah, and uh, those if, kids were actually trapped in that tower forever. Yeah, yeah forever. And my favorite was when she she would say she would say um you have failed miserably at the yeah. end of if they didn't if they didn't do the the challenge right and i i'm i think that is what this well, is well i mean what but is <laughs> more what is more naughty's nostalgia than home alone and trapped it's like the, the yeah, best things right all idea. at once yeah, yeah. we'll ignore yeah. the fact that home alone came out in 1990 oh my god did it really that's yeah. actually so but as, tragic. As, as children who were born at the end of that decade, it yes. will feel like it was 2000s yeah. to us because that's yeah, when we would have seen it. That's when we watched <laughs> it. Um, so, yeah, well, no, that'll... that's perfect. Look, we're bringing all of these elements together into something that is. <laughs> I don't know, would it ever work? Could you make this happen? I mean, Let's say you if could. you had a house. Yeah, if if I, we had a house and uh, uh, people of our generation, that's quite we, a challenge. We, yeah, but, it's never easy. We <laughs> but well, we haven't revealed the uh, age of this mystery producer, so maybe they have a house. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And anything can happen. Well, Ellie, I, I thank you so much. That's another great idea to bring to our mystery producer. Um, I think we're gonna have to move on and, and just pull more ideas together because we just need a whole stack of them. Um, of course. Good luck with, so with the rest of the finding them. Oh, and please enjoy the rest of the party. Thank you. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go get the cocktail sausages. They look really good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh my God, Jaleb, Cake. Oh, it's so good to see you guys. <laughs> Hello. What's going Barney. on? This is a really cool party. Oh, really we're it. so glad you could make it. I mean, it's so good Thank to get you. everyone. Virtually everyone is together here. It's it's awesome. <laughs> Great. But I do have one question though. Yeah, go for it. That that man over there. The one in the, you know, in the suit, rubbing his hands together, thinking <laughs> intently. Yes. What's he do- Who invited him? What's he doing? You you wouldn't believe it if we told you, but we'll tell you oh. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big name, unnamed producer, who has oh, come wow. to the party asking for us to stage Home Alone. Okay. Well, that's perfect. But <laughs> why? Why is that well, perfect? Because you, you wouldn't believe it if I told you. But I've had this. I've had a brilliant idea of how to stage home alone. No well, way. No way. No, honestly, what a coincidence! That is right? a crazy. This is a night full of coincidences. It and I was really just is. thinking about it on the way here. <laughs> shall I say? Shall I say what it oh, is? Please, please do. Please, yes, please, we're desperate. All right. So I guess it's what you would call uh, guerrilla theater. It's kind of. A, kind of shady but basically okay it, not that it's, it's got a gorilla in it no it's not got gorillas in it <laughs> no <laughs> it's it's the, the hub if you like of the piece of theater is a dark web page okay <laughs> okay and you go you go onto the dark web page and you put in your name and your address <laughs> and the ticket you pay the ticket price which would probably have to be quite a lot yes and then from that point it's irreversible <laughs> and at some point in the next week some criminals will come and try and hurt you and take your things. <laughs> what? This, and you have to defend. This is incredible. Them. We we bumped into Dan Dawes earlier, um, and he yeah. and he suggested to us doing a reverse escape room where you're at an escape room and you're trying to prevent a team of actors from coming into the escape room. But <laughs> but what, what you've done is you've just raised the stakes that bit higher. Well, yeah. This is real life theatre, man. <laughs> this is as real as the live experience you know gets. Me. You know, I feel this really passionately. That yes. theatre isn't in the. It doesn't. It doesn't exist in the theatre. It exists out in the world. <laughs> it does. I mean, and that's... so I'm saying, 
Make your house the theatre. Yeah. Oh my good. That your house is a theatre. I mean, as was made clear by our Halloween Town themed club night when last <laughs> time you were on the podcast. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, good time. <laughs> I mean, I have so many questions and yet so few. Um, well, what are they? So, is it is it on the dark web because you're you're genuinely allowed to kill these people? Is that? Well, they're not going to kill you, but they're going to hurt you and they'll steal things from you. <laughs> right. How badly are they allowed to hurt you? <laughs> I don't know. Have you guys ever seen those like extreme, extreme haunted houses in America? Those like torture rooms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They get waterboarded and stuff. I'm imagining something like that. You sign a waiver. Man. You sign like, a real, waiver. Well, if you look at Home Alone, like terrible <laughs> things happen in that film. Right. Yeah. 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 They, their heads get set on fire. So okay. No, so I, that, that's a good question. About, yeah, I'm not worried about the 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 participant. I'm worried about <laughs> the performers. Right. So I just want to make sure we can do whatever we like to the performers. Is that how it works? I mean, these guys, I, when they come around to your house, yeah, they know it's going to be. They know they're probably expecting traps. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, you can do whatever you want to them. I think the money we're going to have to pay them is going to be so. High. Yeah, that's why it's going to be so expensive, <laughs> right, isn't it? Right. But <laughs> so I think that's kind really of fun tough. as well, though, is because I feel like we're duping like the super rich into giving us all their money. What? Oh, <laughs> and then, so here's and then a- we get to take that thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, here's a thought. Here's a thought. You um, you you get them to sign up and they they give their address and all of this stuff and they pay like a hundred thousand pounds or something, right? But then <laughs> we never show up. <laughs> <laughs> they live in fear for the rest of their lives. We send an L. We call it Home Alone the Experience, and we're like, we will come to your house and we will do Home Alone like to you. But yeah. what actually happens is we send an elderly man with a shovel who tells you that you should contact your, your grandchildren and make peace with them. And then, <laughs> and then he leaves. I thought you were going to say we just send them, we do like a love film, like just send them the, the DVD of the post or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe the Home Alone experience is you watching Home Alone <laughs> in your home alone. Yeah. <laughs> He, he, he gives you he gives you the DVD. He gives you that speech, and he gives you the DVD. But the DVD is corrupted, and it only, it's only that scene in the church and none of the rest of the film. <laughs> yeah, and then halfway through, as you're watching the DVD, two men break into your house <laughs> and begin to waterboard you. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> exactly. Oh, is that why they're the wet bandits? Because they want to waterboard you? Because yeah, they waterboard people. Wait, why are they called the wet bandits? Because they, they, do they turn on the taps when they finish robbing. <laughs> right well they'll do that to you as well <laughs> they're gonna run your water bill up so high man <laughs> oh god when the assurance guy comes around and and they're like uh uh it seems that you agreed to this uh, so your insurance is void and oh then... man yeah it's not well i don't think that there's any legal it's kind of squid game stuff i don't think there's any real legal way to actually sign away Oh, see, right, I, right. I wanna, I wanna, I would read a long read about the legality of Squid Game. You know, uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would. I really, I really <laughs> wouldn't. I feel like if it's important, they would have dug into it in the program. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably illegal. <laughs> that you, you open it's up this tangent. long read and it's just, it is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tangent that's not to do with how alone, but when I watched Squid Game with my housemate, we finished the first episode and he turned to me and he was like. I thought it was really good, but don't you think that it's really peak what they're doing to them all? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, of course it's peak. That's, that's the point. I just can't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that is. You know what? That's a take. Uh, you know what? Home Alone, peak. I, peak. I would say it's so peak when they. 
he breaks into the house. I do think that a lot of people would pay a lot of money to, to hurt people. Yes. Oh, so hold on. You know what I hold mean? on. There's a way here that we get double the money, right? Where we we get people to pay to have people rob the house, <laughs> but we also get people to pay to be the robbers as well. I think I'm not sure if you would need to pay the robbers if you just got people who were sufficiently kind of like, like had enough bravado and pride, and then you said if you're a good enough robber, you can keep. No, no, but they they yeah. pay you to be the robber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're just the middlemen taking the money. For people to setting up these contracts. So actually, yeah, it's like a matchmaking agency for people who want to have their house. And it's all from the dark web, so no one ever finds out who we are. No one can overhear this conversation we're having at this public party with no microphone. So we're going to have a problem. <laughs> um, I feel like this is a great idea. I love this idea. Did anybody else have it yet? I- I'm wondering how original it is. You know what? the closest anyone came was a reverse uh, escape room. You have taken it to a completely different place. So well done. <laughs> Specifically, any place. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah, anywhere you like. You're going to have to put some measures in place to stop people from going on and then like putting their ex-wife's address. Henry thought about that. Okay. Well, that's maybe you have to verify your address. You have to like. Yeah, and you have to take a picture of it. You're going to have to be very cautious. Otherwise, bad things might happen. You have to take a selfie, dressed in Home Alone costume. Yeah, doing in, the face in front. Yeah, doing, <laughs> doing the, the doing the face, the, the streaming <laughs> face, uh, like just covered in aftershave. At, uh, <laughs> at, With your head on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. And if yes. you do that, you've proved you live there. S- yeah, perfect. So essentially, we're, just got- we're encouraging people to dox themselves uh, online. <laughs> is what we're doing. Yeah, but just directly to criminals. <laughs> I- <laughs> What I'm worried about is that you're going to have people who do this expecting it to be like... So they'll think, oh, there's going to be criminals coming to rob my house, and they'll set up some kind of whimsical Home Alone traps like marbles on the stairs, yes. and uh, the bit where he's got the TV talking to scare them. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're gonna be, they'll, be, they'll be hidden behind their door with the TV playing, and then these men will kick the door down, <laughs> and they'll turn the TV off. And then they'll take all your things. They'll tie you up and they'll take all your things. I don't know what they're going to do. But, like, bad, like, like, it's not messing around. It's not messing around. I guess, yeah, you're going to have to encourage people to... There's no other way to make it feel real. Yeah. I guess, and that's it, but I guess you have to say to these people, look, the robbers have probably seen Home Alone. Everyone has. You're going to have to think outside the box. <laughs> yes. Do, there should be a ban on doing traps that are in... From Home Alone. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's oh, just wow. stupid. Okay, no Home Alone traps. Well, that, that's stupid. Even Home it? Alone 2 has some alone. of the same traps from Home Alone 1. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard not to copy. Now, look, um, Barney... How would you guys defend your house? <laughs> Barney, I, I would genuinely love to answer that question, but I think we're going to have to keep circulating the room here. Cause oh, yeah, that's this fine. This big shop produced... I don't know, they're giving... Five and a pound for every time someone said that to me at a party. <laughs> oh, no. I would, but yeah, every time someone said, Barney, I'd love to tell you how I would defend my own home. <laughs> but we've got a stage home alone for this big shop producer. Yeah, out of two pounds, which isn't many, but it's strange that it happened twice. <laughs> nice, nice. Barney, oh. it's, been, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, it's been a pleasure for me also. Thanks for having have me. A wonderful, yeah, have a wonderful time at the rest of the party. Yeah, I'll go and chat to like some of the other guests, I suppose. Please do, yeah. yeah. And happy All Christmas. Right. Happy Christmas to you too. All right. All right. Bye, Barney. Bye. Bye. I'll just be over here. Well, Jake, I am unsettled and disturbed by Barney's idea. I mean, did we expect anything else from them? 
Like, no, well, I guess we didn't. Crazy. No, no. All um, right, let's scan the room for someone else to ask for an idea. Hmm. Yeah, so Jammer, what did you think? Um, I thought I was just really bold. Really bold. Really bold. Arguably mm. too bold. And I do think, what was the director doing? I often think that nowadays. Oh. Hi, guys. Hey. Oh, hey. hey. Oh, hi. Gemma, Izzy. How are you guys? We're good. We're just having a catch-up. Yeah, thanks Thanks for organising this. It's oh, such a great thank event. Thank you for coming along. No, of course. Well, it was all... All Elspeth, but yeah, thank you for thank you for joining us at our our Christmas party. Um, are you having a good time? Yes, loads of mulled wine, having a fantastic time, very festive. Well, that's very when festive. we asked, you know, we talked as an executive team, like, what theme are we going to go for this year for the Christmas party? And we thought, you know what, festive, why not? It's so classic. Yeah, time. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Some would yeah. say. <laughs> It's like sometimes yeah, if it exactly. works, why change it? You know. So true. Look, Jake, why are we why are we doing all this chit chat? Why are we why are we gonna we gotta cut the chat, Jake? Well, you know that we've got until the end of this party to stage home alone we've got I'm, no time i'm really all, sorry we? guys to just put this on you but we've got i can't really explain why there's no time but we need to stage home alone you guys wouldn't happen to have any ideas would you home alone mm, interesting um i i guess i could try and come up with something what, seriously whatever you've got okay so picture this we've got um home alone as a sort of immersive video game experience okay very similar to a classic show at edinburgh fringe uh, called the dark room don't know if anyone's seen it anyone anyone no. so it's this guy and he basically says um he's like you find yourself in a dark dark room and every then all the lights go off and the audience are there and there's a big screen and it has options and audience members get the option to go up and basically play mm. Um, and sort of direct the course of the game, which is the show. So the audience are in control, um, but it's in a video game format. So basically, for Home Alone, I was thinking maybe it's a mix between that and a kind of showstoppers vibe in which the action plays out, but the audience have control. So for instance, an audience member gets to go up, um, choose the direction. We have an actor for Kevin. Um, the audience gets to choose what Kevin would do next, like what trap he's going to set. Maybe we have the actors of like Harry and Marv around the corner and you can choose to avoid them. Um, you can choose to, you know, um, set like mouse traps or do whatever you want to do. The baubles cascading across the floor. And then we pick, so an audience member goes out, picks the option, and then the actors just have to go improv it and we see it play out. And that's how we stumble through the show. That was just off the cuff, so I don't know what you think about that would that maybe be something that could work for you look on on maybe you like it we love playable theater we and and so the idea that the audience could be deciding what kevin does next is very exciting the one i i do have a question because i think part of what's really well made about this film is how it, it does lots of setting up and then lots of paying off and so there's like all loads of build up of like traps being set and all this and then it all pays off in one big you know set piece are you kind of suggesting that like maybe we're kind of changing that format slightly by sort of we're offering set up and pay off immediately so the audience are like it's like the robbers are attacking and we're setting up the traps as they attack absolutely yeah. absolutely like bada bing bada boom you do it you set it up and then you straight away you're like there we That's go it. that was a mini yeah. show in and of itself let's do it again yeah and you do it again that's again. truly yeah. home alone for for the zoomer generation you know that immediate yes, reward absolutely. is what they're after absolutely 
Yes, Wait, yes, so yes. if you want to do like the paint cans like a hundred times in a row, you can. <laughs> you, you could, could just keep, so that you could just keep bashing them. Absolutely. And that would make for a very fantastic show. But obviously the I'm assuming there'll be some sort of like improv troupe in the same way that, you know, they can take it in another direction. If the audience give them paint cans, paint cans, paint cans, you can, you know, hopefully do something new with it because these would be highly professional actors, yeah. I'm sure. How, how does it end? How does it end? Uh, that is a really good... I think everyone gets a party bag and leaves. <laughs> the, the story doesn't actually conclude. <laughs> no, the story doesn't conclude. It's like, this is fantastic. Oh, no, maybe maybe I, in, in my head, it concludes... There's like a few other things that you can do. So, for instance, you'd have the beginning with like Kevin and the family and you get to choose like what he does that like fucks up oh, the dinner, nice, for instance. Yeah. And you would get to, you know, so you stick with the story. Um, you have the ba- you have an interaction with that weird old man. You have the basic kind of plot points in there, and then the kind of climax of the whole thing is the end, like the big bit with all the baubles and the you know like the, the, like the guy when he like has his like bare feet out and like crunches on the baubles, like all of that mm. bit. Um, that is like the climax. So it's like it follows a recognizable structure. It's not just like, hey, audience, do whatever you want, and we'll just like get these actors to do it. so yeah it will it will finish in the same same way right. but also party sense. bags also what? party i just think nothing better what's than going party in a bag. home alone party bag home alone party bag um, christmas tree <laughs> yeah i think a, i think a vhs christmas copy is, of home alone <laughs> yeah a vhs copy um probably if i were to get a home alone party bag now i'd want like a uh, like a like a Roman Roy succession kind of like where is he now like maybe like a cardboard cutout of like Kieran Culkin that's what I would like a where is um, he now of his brother <laughs> see now yeah I mean he could be in it like I don't know I don't know but yeah just fun little fun little Home Alone trinkets um, yeah do with that no, what you will no, I love it that's I think fantastic. yeah next next Edinburgh French does yeah absolutely that could happen Good. yeah <laughs> You know what? I'm loving that. I think that's the first idea we've had that maybe would go on a stage. <laughs> so, do you know what? That's, I am, that's the first idea we've I had today. I am honoured. So, I'm honoured. Yeah. yeah. So I I think that might be, we might be winning so far. I mean, Gemma, did you have an, an idea? So I've learned a lot about the plotline <laughs> of Home Alone during Izzy's version <laughs> of Good, the play. Yeah. So, um, yeah, mine's more, it's more like conceptual. I think, so I'm thinking... Basically, it's a simulated semi-experiment where someone thinks their entire family is at home and we've got cameras, we've got cameras, there's cameras all over the house and they arrive and they are home alone. Little do they know that the entire thing is being filmed and live streamed to an audience filled with family, loved ones and assorted friends. Um, And it's like an escape room. You're basically watching them do the escape room to... (laughs) get out of their house and meet this family. It's almost like a Darren Brown style, like that that time he persuaded a guy like a zombie apocalypse was happening. Exactly. But like, lower um, stakes, it can be like, yeah, your family's gone on holiday and you thought they were going to take you with them or or something. Or like White Bear, the Netflix Black Mirror. Not Netflix, the Black Mirror episode. Wait, so, hang on. So they think that their family's gone on holiday and is it kids? Well, I don't know why I don't, like, that's a detail that that I was... You can't do children. Well, no, no, I'm sure you can't, but the thing is, is if I was an adult and I came home and someone was like, oh, your family have have gone on holiday, I'd be like... I'd probably just message them. (laughs) 
No, but that's the thing. This is this is big guys. Like we are Big Brother. We are everywhere as these producers. Like your phone has no connection. You're stuck. So you go in, you're home alone, and you're immediately stuck in your house. And it's escape room to get out of your own house and find your family. Oh, and the wet bandits have run the tap, and there's no plug hole. So like you've got to get out before your house before the place gets flooded. Before you drown. No, this is getting morbid. This is getting very morbid. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We can set the stakes as high as we need for the required level of watchable drama, okay. I guess. Yeah, we can, just, we can have an R&D period. Like, just, we can like, figure that go out. go and watch TV, you know? <laughs> um, but no. But then yeah. I think we can have, I think we have, a, like, we have access to the phone. And then if you're doing something boring like watching TV, then we freak you out a bit with the, <laughs> with the audience. Like, someone can go in on the phone. <laughs> well, I'd be like, like, one of your family members is like, help me. Or something like you that. Need, you need to get out of the house. Horror. <laughs> Can't we leave, leave this Wait, place. you can't. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, okay. I don't know. It's, it's, not, it's not a very formed idea. <laughs> All right, okay. Wait, hang on. How about... Is there, any, is there any of the, like, violence at the end of the movie in this? Or is it just your home alone... And, like, are there any robbers? So what I was going to say is that maybe we could kind of merge mine and Izzy's idea, where actually I what you it. do is you simulate you simulate a house with cameras that are being streamed somewhere, yeah. but it has all the Home Alone things that could potentially happen in it, and then we get our people in the theatre watching this all play out on a screen to be like, okay, it comes up, bam, what do you want to do? And then the troop comes around the corner, and then they make this happen. Like, maybe we could yes, do that. I really like that. Fantastic! Nice. So it's like an immersive yeah. video yeah. game escape. But we're room. doing this to a real party party bags. <laughs> with party yes. bags as yeah. well. Yeah, with party yeah. bags. Sorry, essential. Yeah, essential. no, I'm really up for that. That's. But it's a real person, and they don't really yes. know. Like, obviously, it'll be consensual. So like, it's basically like required, the Truman but show. But they don't know. But for him, yeah, right. yeah. So. Kevin is Truman and this yeah. is the show. Good. Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so they'd sign something, but the waiver's just gonna say, like, we're gonna fuck you up, but I'm not gonna tell you how. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it'll be fun and you'll get a party back. So. Yeah, and yeah. you get a party back. <laughs> yeah. True. yeah, I reckon we operate the policy where we'll just get them to sign the waiver after. We'll offer them, like, so much money afterwards they can't refuse to sign yeah. the waiver. Oh, it's a party bag full of money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that would be my one criticism of. The maybe you like it Christmas party. Like so far, I haven't seen any party bags floating well, about. Ah, like, uh, just you. Okay. Okay. No, okay. oh, Izzy, you didn't. You didn't get. Oh, I didn't, oh that's I didn't really. Want? That's hey. really. You sorry? Hey. Oh, shit, hey. shit, I'm sorry, Jake. <laughs> So we were just we had someone literally like we weren't sure if Izzy was coming or not so we have someone literally like stitching her name into a party bag right now that's good because I was right, thinking it would be personalised right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is it is a crocheted party <laughs> bag exactly <laughs> what, what else makes it into the into the maybe you like it party what bag what would make it to a maybe you like what's, it what's like significant well we've got our maybe you like it apart from the money we've literally got a maybe you like it of course, it'd be a man. Um, um, we've else? got uh, our high-tech recording equipment from the podcast. Just, uh, just in case, you know. Just giving it away. Yeah, we're just, we're just giving it away. <laughs> we're giving it away now. And there's only Caleb and Jake's set, and it's just like <laughs> yeah. a lucky you don't, you don't get the whole set. You just get one bit of it. Like, you get a one wire bit, or, you know, whatever bit. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've got a little, like, toy redacted arachnid. What is a redacted arachnid? It's actually just like a toy. No, it's just like a toy black bar. A problematic spider. (laughs) It's a black bar on top of a spider. Yes, that's that's exactly what it is. But the spider's alive. 
Uh, it's the tarantula from Home Alone. Um, no, actually, um, it's, we we decided not to go for party bags this year. We just plumped for an open bar. So you know, just you go, you go, you go yeah. wild. We've spent all. Of, oh boy, me sp- and Jab are making use of. <laughs> we've that spent more. all of the company money on, money on an open bar. So. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I, I think we need to. I think we're gonna. We, we, yeah, we've got a couple of people that we could maybe get an idea off. Oh, yeah, we've got to find some more ideas before the end of this party. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, thank you so much. Like, by the way, guys, you won't. Get no, no, no. On we go. We've got. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll, we'll maybe just be at the, the bar. Thing is, we'll we, be at the open bar. It's fine. Do you know what? There's mold wine. You're we fine, just, Andy. We need care. enough ideas so that, like, if we go in there and this big shop producer's like, actually, I'm already doing. You know, an immersive, you know, thing where we've got a, like a real life person being live streamed to an audience, and then they're deciding what happens to them. You know, because like you don't know these producers. Maybe they've already got like one of those projects on the back burner, like they're already working on, it, and they're like, "Oh, we need something else." So that's, you know, we we need to just be have loads of ideas to throw at them. So that thank you so cool. much. Um, yeah. Um, enjoy the rest of the party. Yeah. Oh, we will. We will. And Merry we Christmas. Will. Merry-, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Right, Jake, we need to find someone else. We need to find another idea for how to stage home alone. Okay, all right. Um, oh, uh, James Nash is over there. Excellent room scanning. Yes, let's go and speak to James Nash. <laughs> James, who joined us for our Cloverfield episode earlier in the year. Of course, yeah. Well, yeah, remember when we were supposed to do, like, three Cloverfield episodes and we just only did one? <laughs> we just did one, um, yeah. Uh, but anyway... James, James, how are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, guys. Um, you know, I'm I'm thinking about um, the end the end of days all of the time. Um, I don't think we should be here, to be honest. It seems insane that we are all here for Yeah, we really, yeah, yeah we really shouldn't. I, I don't know. I'm having fun, but this isn't. This is not good. Um, <laughs> it's this not, is really is bad. I mean, oh man, look, I am. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I'm not sure why we're doing this, but um, but it is a good thing we're all here because we have this urgent <laughs> thing we need help with, James. What's that? We need, and there's look, there's there's not time to explain, but we need to stage Home Alone right now, and we're we're stumped, aren't we, Caleb? We've, yeah, we've had we've had some really good ideas so far. But we just think we're not quite. We need that golden, golden idea. Yeah, do, and look, do you I think promise you this isn't a Scooby-Doo situation where we've like given invites to everyone in in the mystery incorporated and got them all like to an island together. You know the film Scooby-Doo. Yeah, <laughs> it's I'm not aware. that. Yeah, like we didn't we didn't know we were gonna have to stage home alone. All right, this has just happened just now. Okay, this wasn't a whole big grand plan from uh-huh. us. I want to be clear. Okay. So, you know, this could be anything just off the top of the dome. Like, what have you got? Well, I don't know what to tell you, boys. I just, I don't think Home Alone necessarily works as a piece of theatre. Obviously, there's like so much locations. There's so much kind of subtext and so much kind of physicality to it. I don't Mm. think it could ever work as a piece of theatre, of staged, spoken theatre. But if you were to stage it as a ballet, oh, baby. (laughs) Oh, baby. It's got so much layers to it. I mean, come on. Come on. Home Alone, it's all about um, dealing with stuff. It's all about physical action. I mean, come on. It has to be. It has to be a ballet. The first thing I thought was uh, the work of Matthew Bourne. Uh, the work yes. of Matthew Bourne, obviously, all of his work is incredibly radical ballet. Um, it's really interesting, like kind of crowd pleasing stuff. Um, always about kind of like the the transition um, from kind of childhood to adulthood, um, and it's quite messy and dark. Um, but yeah, as I said, also quite kind of populist. And I feel, you know, that's 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 Home Alone. It's about it's about a it's about a child left on his own. 
by a family that does not care for him, um, and he has to he has to fend for himself in a dark, tortured world where there are there are literal men like on the street going into people's houses, vacant houses, stealing stuff. And you know, like I've never seen Home Alone, but I've, I've read the, I read the summary. I read the summary. I was on the um, um, on the way here. I was thinking about. It. I was like, you know what? I've not read the summary for Home Alone. <laughs> Um, and I thought, yeah, let's just let's just do it before um, before you know. And I'm so that's, glad. That's crazy that that's worked out. This yeah, way. I that's, know it's um, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's probably never... the only thing that's going to work out from this party, um, considering <laughs> yeah. we're all going to get COVID. Um, wow! So you just happened to be reading the plot summary of Home Alone on your way to the party? Absolutely, that's, that's amazing. Crazy. Well, look, but the the headline here is ballet, though, and I think we. You know, we we've already been thinking about this evening, Jake. Mm. The importance of music in Home Alone, which you'll know about, James. Absolutely, because I'm sure it said that in the synopsis about the, the music that happens throughout this film, um, the John Williams score. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it's ripe for a ballet adaptation. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think just like so many of the uh, famous shots, presumably of um, kind of these physical action of him and like of like people like falling on like skittles and getting hit over the head with like a frying pan presumably it's pretty um, close that to one happens, bit yeah. that one bit where like the mum's like oh no i left my son in a different country <laughs> yes. um but that like physicalized see like this is what i mean you can't using words um using words means nothing when you think yes. about home alone when you think about film as a visual medium of course it has to be of course it has to be dance it has to be mime it has to be pantomime um and i think I think that's the only way that it can work, and I think you should you should definitely get Matthew Bourne involved because he knows what he's doing. So, look, I I know very little about ballet. So, are you allowed are you allowed props in ballet? Can we have like paint cans and frying pans, or is it all is it all more imagined? Of course, you can have you can have props, but I think that's kind of that's kind of the beauty of dance and kind of physical actions that things can stand in for that. Um, you know. You know, Jerome Robbins made like a whole ballet without any music. I mean, you can do you can do the version of Home Alone that doesn't have any props and just kind of relies on the kind of act, not the actors, the dancers' physicality. Oh, almost forgot that for a sec. Um, <laughs> I think yeah, there's you can you don't have to have it with props. You can have it with props. Like Matthew Bourne would probably stage it with props, but you could also do do it without. You know, if you don't have the budget. I know things are tough right now. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty tough. So we might have to. But then again, you know, um, talking of standing in, why not have dancers dress as frying pans and they fly across the stage in a sort of graceful <laughs> ballet? Um, I, I, I think there's a way that you could you could incorporate these things, that make them more sort of metaphysical than actual physical. I feel yeah. like at that point it's more of a trapeze show than. <laughs> I think we. I think what we're we're coming towards is the cross section between trapeze and ballet. <laughs> I I don't I don't understand what you're saying at all. Um, but so so I I don't. Where does the trapeze get into it? Where does the because they're they're literally going to swing across the stage? Dressed oh, as a I see. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you know what? Fair play. I would watch that. I would, I would absolutely. I would absolutely watch. Um, I actually watched like a ballet production of Home Alone where someone just gets hit in the face with a frying pan who is a person um, yeah I think that'd be great no that is, that is what that's what theatre or like live performance is literally all about is like not like that specifically but I think there is there's a, like a level to which 
a lot of theatre or like a lot of the thrill in theatre is that things could go wrong or like things yes. could go bad either in the kind of small thing of it's a live thing mistakes can happen people might forget their lines um, but also in the bigger sense of someone might get seriously injured um, <laughs> I I, also, I think there's a power as well in that, like, with film, you know, if you see someone get hit by a frying pan, you can go, what, no way did they just do that? I'm going to skip back and watch it again. Mm. With theatre, you're left thinking, did they really just fling someone across the stage on a trapeze <laughs> dressed as a frying pan, you know? <laughs> or was it just a trick with the light? Um, <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no, and, and even if you walk out in protest, you're thinking, did they really just do that? <laughs> Surely not. Oh, God, even I if, even if you're emailing so asking much. for your refund, you're saying, did they really just do that? Um, but yeah I think there's I think there's absolutely something there um, for like kind of actors as props um, actors as everything to be honest actors as everything yeah yeah Um, dancers I mean oh god it's oh, fine. <laughs> so, so the the fight only really happens like in the last twenty minutes of the film. Mm-hmm. So, do we? Does is the ballet just that bit, or do we start with kind of some more like kind of like beautiful like being like a rush at the beginning, and then he's left alone, and and then we have all the moments where he goes shopping. I know you haven't seen the film, so I don't know. If oh no, yeah. But you, but again, like, as I said, I've read the synopsis, which is oh, of course, of which course. is pretty much the same thing as far as yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think yeah. absolutely. I think there's absolutely those things can work in because like yeah the beginning of the film i assume is all of these people coming in um and sort of like all of his family members and there's quite a few of them isn't there i read the yes. i read the there's cast list as well 15 yeah that's that's a few people i think that gives people <laughs> the chance to really kind of get the physicality of each of them um and present it in kind of a quite an interesting way and then obviously when they all leave then it's like just this one person alone on stage and I think there's like like in everything not in everything I don't know but <laughs> like literally not literally everything but um, like in a lot of kind of like yeah any kind of performance art thing where there's a lot of power I think in just having one person alone on stage um, and you get to kind of play with like you know like the joy of that of like the sadness of that um, obviously this is quite an avant-garde production so there will be like cans of paint being like thrown down there will be um, incredibly harsh lighting um, there will be kind of like a weird supernumerary chorus of um, of lonely people um, the fate <laughs> chorus of lonely people you know the fate that he might have one day yeah. because his because his family have left him he is he is alone <laughs> Um, you wow. know, he's he is an individual. You know, at the beginning, it is like, oh, I'm an individual. I can spend money. I can have fun. You know, yes. like the classic kind of neoliberal capitalist dream. <laughs> but then, as it goes on, it's like I can't. You know, there are there is such things as society, and I can't. <laughs> I can't escape. I can't like. I need comfort. I need warmth, and capital doesn't provide that for me. James you know? Nash. Thank you for your Marxist reading of a film you've never seen. <laughs> Thank you. It's been my pleasure. I just, I'm um, obsessed with this idea of the like the Lonely Hearts Club chorus. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, look, I, I think look, we're gonna have to go and ask other people for their ideas. But that's that's so good. I'm very happy to take ballet to this big shot unnamed producer at the end of this party. Um, thanks for coming along. I hope you enjoy the rest of the party. Uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. See you later. See you later.
Oh, okay. Then we've had some great ideas. I just feel yeah. like we need like a couple more, maybe one yeah, more. Man. Yeah, I, I can feel the party winding down already. There's people dancing on the tables and things. Yeah, we're gonna get shut down any minute. We've really missed our own party, haven't we? We haven't had any like we've not done anything other than talk about <laughs> staging home alone. Like, yeah, oh, well, I guess it's gonna be worth it, isn't it? <laughs> it's gotta be worth it. Okay, look. Oh, there's Josh. Let, let's go ask him about it. Oh, uh, Josh. Josh. Yeah. Hello. What? Oh. Uh, hey. Hey, Jake. Hiya. Hi. How are you doing? How, how are you enjoying the party? Yeah. Yeah. Good. I mean, I think it's just getting started. Really, it's really kind of ramping up now. <laughs> so I'm excited to see what you've got in store for later on in the party. <laughs> well, Josh, look. Um, we hate to do this to you, um, but you know, we know after you staged the social network with us, you you refuse to ever stage a film with us again. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, but look, there's this big shot producer over in the corner and they've asked us to stage Home Alone tonight at the party so we need to find some ideas from people here at the party do, do you have anything for us? Oof, it's a big ask you know pulling me out of the depths of, of my movie production days but um, yeah I think I've got something for you okay yeah I'm, I'm, let's hear it let's hear it yeah it's a bit it's a bit out there a bit random and uh, if, you, if it's the most out there idea today I will eat my hat <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I hope you've got a, a very big hat to eat. <laughs> so, right, picture this. Okay. Opening stage. Full cast. Fully staged. Fully lit. Soundscapes, everything. Maybe a cast of about ten. We've got the whole family there. Close to the film at the moment. It's all busy, all rushing around. Lots of action, lots going on in the house. Get to the airport. And then we have the iconic, Kevin! the mum's realised. Blackout. Spotlight on this mysterious figure. Corley Corklin walks on stage. He opens with So you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> and he launches the whole first act. It's just a one man monologue from Corley Corklin. And he's recounting the tale of that of that night or that week, however long it was from her life. So it's in current 40-something Macaulay Yeah. Corklin. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's he's recounting it as if it was himself, and that he experienced this all first person, and it's kind of the first the whole first act kind of spirals into this psychotic moment where he's kind of recounting it. It starts with fairly normal narrative, but um, yeah, it's kind of you realise that he's not he's not stable. He's not in a good place right now. Macaulay isn't, and it's very unnerving. And then yeah, we get to the end of the first act. And he's kind of recounted the whole tale, non-stop, no breaks, doesn't leave the stage, just spotlight the whole time. <laughs> That's the first fact. Okay. And is it, it's like it's like like the, like the sort of like neo noir, mm. uh, like it was a it was a dark and stormy night. In yeah, 19, exactly, exactly. But it's, it's like, kind okay. of it's kind of an inner monologue as well. It's kind of his own. Okay. He kind of doesn't really registered that there's anyone listening right he's like recounting it to himself exactly yeah yeah okay and we and we and we're not quite sure why he's recounting it to himself but we there's just something that's unsettling about the way okay. that he's doing he's that sort of reporting yeah. his trauma exactly of. yeah okay, and it gets yeah. i think it gets a bit more internal as it goes on as well so it starts off he obviously says you probably want to go why i got here and he kind of is aware and he gradually just gets in his own head and yeah it yeah, gets yeah. okay okay so okay. curtains come down for act one yeah all right, we've all had our ice cream. Curtains back up. Yeah. What's going on now? As if we, as if we never had the monologue. It's fully cast again. Back to a child actor playing Kevin. 
we've okay. got like a full there was no there was no set before now it's full set in the house and okay. we're going for like pantomime pantomime level it's a bit of a jump and I've thought a lot about how I could you know transition from act one to act two but no no transition it's a, it's, so it's like it's. I think it's close to the film where it's kind of yes. these stunts and it's very uh, very visual and yeah kind of almost pantomime where the bad guys are obviously really stupid um, yeah that's kind of where the pantomime comes in basically the baddies um, there's good, there's a full orchestra <laughs> but it's not it's not like, but we've hit, like we've headed them up to this point yeah 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 I mean they're yeah, in the pit yeah, yeah. they're in the pit but they didn't right, play right. anything in the first the first act <laughs> but they're called to the pit to just sit there for the yeah. whole of the first act yeah okay yeah cool <laughs> yeah they're paid they're paid to be there um, <laughs> we can get them playing like double bass in the first act you know like like yeah on, okay. like the underscore to the narration like, yes yeah. that's true yeah 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 um but yeah, now it's like a full orchestra, but not not like a musical. It's like just just like backing, backing track. Playing, okay, yeah. playing the John Williams soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That we all know, yeah, yeah. we all know and love. Um, but this is where it gets interesting. Gradually, this this is where it gets. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just point. It's clearly, you know, I'm sure you were expecting. You've had similar conversations throughout the party, but um, <laughs> gradually and quite subtly, the, the actor playing Kevin ages so it's obviously this happens within a week in the film but right gradually he ages <laughs> maybe we need a couple of actors to you know roll in yeah. <laughs> and and gradually the kind of drama and the um the set and the, the number of characters reduces the second act yes. goes on and basically we're, we're ending up with macaulay's back he's playing kevin again but still yes. but now Previously, he was his forty-year-old self. Now he's playing Kevin the child, however old yeah. he is, um, and he, it basically ends up just being him again. But he's not monologuing; he's acting as if he was in this situation. So, right, and so it's almost like, I guess, in a way, it's like he's fighting the same battle again and again in his head yeah, as he grows up. Exactly. Yeah. So it's the realization of the audience is that actually, this is this is really upsetting and he's not fighting yeah. off these, these baddies in real life he's fighting off he's trapped in his own mind that's the house I have to I have uh, to his, say he's fighting his demons last last time I watched Home Alone I, the one thing that did strike me that I hadn't realised as a kid is it it is like a genuinely traumatic experience for a young child to go through like yeah. you are told you're a jerk by your entire family you go to sleep and you wished that they'll they'll disappear and you wake up and they're gone yeah and then your house is robbed by murderous thieves that try to kill you at the end. That is a traumatic experience, and I yeah. think encapsulating that in a, in showing how that trauma progresses through Kevin's life as he gets older, I think that's a really interesting thing. And to try and show that on stage, Josh, that's ambitious. Yeah, that's very ambitious. Well, I mean, I'm I'm nothing if I'm not ambitious. <laughs> you know what I thought you were gonna say? I thought you were gonna be like, it's it's Home Alone, but also Benjamin Button. <laughs> 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 the biggest crossover in the same. <laughs> like as the as the robbers start coming in, he's a full grown man. By the end, he's a baby. I <laughs> would be interested to say. <laughs> no, not and they're, like, and they're like they're like this guy. This guy tried to kill us, and it's like it's it's a baby. How did how how did how do you expect us to believe that happened? 
<laughs> so sorry to return. So you were saying that we we might need multiple Kevin's then to. I think so. Yeah, I mean to bridge that Macaulay's, gap between. Well, eight. he's quite old, but he also kind of looks still not that old. So it yeah. depends how well we can age age our Kevin. <laughs> well, we've you know we've got we've got CGI aging technologies we can use on stage, so we yeah. should. I'm sure, I'm sure we do. Sure. It's I guess yeah. The question comes: How old can we make this eight year old look, and how young can we make Macaulay Culkin look to fight, kind of meet it's him the in the middle somewhere? Question, yeah. <laughs> it's the age old question. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, it's, but if you do that, what you end up with is the, throughout the entire play, there are just two people playing a slightly odd looking twenty two year old. That's true. That's true. Maybe that's what we want. That's yeah. maybe. Maybe that's yeah. Maybe, maybe that's that is really what, what we want. Yeah. yeah. And and so sorry. Uh, how, how does this all sort of wrap up? Where do we leave Macaulay Culkin, Kevin McAllister at the end? Yeah. So he he stays in this like um, in this fantastical world where he's defending off his house, and it's it's obviously the symbolism of him. He's he rejects people that are trying to kind of approach him, and he doesn't really build that relationship because of this trauma. Um, and it's, I mean, intentional that it's it's actually Macaulay playing it himself yes. because obviously he's had a very public growing up that plays into it because we've seen his yes. his ups and his downs. Um, but I think we end where he's kind of playing make believe in this world, and then we get to the end, and it finishes quite abruptly. And we launch back into the very first scene when it's all the bustle and the kids are getting ready, obviously before when Kevin's left behind. And they arrive at the airport. And at the moment where mum shouts, Kevin, instead of shouting Kevin, we have the, the, the name of a random member of the audience. <laughs> and they shout that name. The mum shouts that name. And it spotlights on them. And then it's blackout. That's where it ends. <laughs> So it's like a like a, a, a when you go to a medium show and they're like, oh, I'm getting a, I'm getting a getting a Sally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like yeah. a Scotland, and just like, yeah. yes, that is my name. Yeah, um, um, and it's like great. You're, this is now your life. You're gonna li- go you're through gonna, this cycle. Uh, yeah. So and then and that's how we find the actors. Every night we just get last night's audience yeah. to play, <laughs> learn and play the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, and we get, or maybe that's how we find the younger versions. We we find we have to like get a certain member of the audience that has like more than two kids at, at different ages. Yes, and then the yeah. kids and have then to play. play the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like almost like forced labor, but it's like after. Hunger Games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like volunteer as tribute from the audience. Maybe there's like yeah. a whole section after the show where someone has to volunteer as what for the next tribute. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they have one day of rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's it. all you need that's exactly it. that's and that is what you need yeah that's what that's what all the pros say so yeah well we'll have to do that at the party obviously to, to get the first person enrolled yeah because yeah, what you you've kind of suggested and i think jake and i didn't realize this is we're going to do like a moulin rouge style performance of us for the producer now oh, okay yeah 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 that's kind of what it seemed like you were suggesting yeah, yeah exactly yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, um, yeah well josh Oh, thank you so much. Truly an original idea. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, that, and, is, that is the adjective I would use to describe the idea. Original. Yeah, yeah. Original. Don't need to go any further than that in your description. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be bringing that to the producer. Um, please enjoy the rest of the party. Thank you, I will. And, and let me know how it goes and whether my pitch has been successful. 
Of course, we, of course yeah, we, we, will. we will. We will. Oh, thank you so much, Josh. Okay, well, we'll, Merry we'll see you soon. We better, we better Merry move Christmas. on. Oh, wow, that was a wacky one. That was that was a I wacky one. We're gonna need something something else. I, so we just need uh, just one more. I think. Just one more idea. Just yeah. bring it home, yeah. And um, and who can who can we get? Is anyone else around? I can't, I can't. Oh, Harrison doesn't look like she's talking to anyone. Maybe we okay. can catch her for a second. This might be the moment. <laughs> oh, hey guys. Hey, Harrison. Hey. Jake just spotted that you weren't talking to anyone. <laughs> yeah, it was the one moment of the whole night when I wasn't absolutely being swarmed by my ad- adoring fans. So you caught me at a good time. Well, thanks for coming to the party. We know that these events often end in you just having to sort of sign autographs and things like that. I know, that, it's pretty so. exhausting every time I go out in public. <laughs> yeah. and thank swarmed. you for flying all the way here from America. Yeah, well. um, actually, a huge, huge misconception. Um, people think that I flew in for the party, but actually, I like burrowed underground for several months and just okay, yeah, in the UK. And I've, I like kind of like reverse hibernating. Like I went to sleep <laughs> okay. for an extended period of time in the summer, and now that it's winter, yes. I'm awake again. So are you, <laughs> are you like the COVID groundhog when you come up? everything goes terribly yes, wrong exactly yeah um, i'm the punxsutawney okay. phil of covid like well i'm glad you've been underground because it would seem kind of irresponsible for people flying right. in from america I, you have for to be, our you have christmas to be party safe. it's safety first yeah. and i couldn't risk missing the party so i, I <laughs> did, couldn't risk it i did the only thing we, i could do we sent out the rsvps what like nine months ago or whatever you know yeah. as you do for a christmas party yeah. i think 2018 maybe uh like this has been in the diary you know (laughs) i wouldn't miss it for the world Uh, look Look, harrison we're gonna have to cut the chat yeah we're gonna gonna get straight to it that there uh, there's no time to explain but basically we just need an idea for how to stage home alone okay do you you happen to have one well so i have two kind of similar ideas and honestly the first one i would be shocked if somebody hasn't said something like this um, okay. But I don't know if you're familiar with uh, with the. Well, I'm kind of taking some cues from a, a production called Sleep No More. You're in New York City at the McKittrick Hotel, which is like like a film noir update of Macbeth, but set in a hotel. And so oh, you're cool. like interact, not really interacting but kind of observing the events of the play happening in different rooms and your experience changes depending on what room you're in. So events happen simultaneously you know, like things do in real life and you're not, every time you go and see it you see it differently because you can't be in all the rooms at the same time Um, but the events are unfolding for you uh, you know, in, in the setting of this uh, you know, vintage feel film noir hotel. Um, but my vision is it's it's a similar structural conceit where it's set like in in the McAllister house, but the you know like the audience is observing the events happening in the house. So you've yeah. got like things happening in different rooms. You've got Kevin in one room putting together his kooky contraption. Meanwhile, the two burglars are doing their dumb burglar thing in another room. <laughs> and then sometimes they encounter each other and collide. And so the audience kind of is just sort of running around this house trying to figure out 
where the entertaining thing is. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what I really love is like the, the hotel thing you've described, you know, that sort of promenade style theater where like it's sort of what parts of the story you experience are kind of up to where you end up. That really works for a story set in a hotel because there's lots of different characters and they're going to be doing different things in different rooms. Uh, in a story where there are two, two sets of characters... <laughs> One is an eight-year-old boy on his own, and one is two burglars. Wait, and hang so on, yes. no. We've got a third, haven't we? What if there's, like, a door that you go through and you're just in an airport, and then the, <laughs> the Catherine O'Hara stuff is happening yes yeah, see, through that door. so that was my second idea which i kind of like how you combine them so my other idea was just like not having it set in the house at all <laughs> and just following it from the perspective of the family that leaves kevin behind yes um, <laughs> like you know i don't know make it kind of like there's there's like rides like that where you're in like a like a train or a plane. I know they fly in the movie, but like and you're just like you like follow along as Catherine O'Hara is sitting in her seat and realizing that she's left behind her son. <laughs> but I do like this idea of combining the two where you can kind of go between what the family is doing and what Kevin's yeah. doing at home and kind of transposing that effect of films where you cut be- you can cut between two places that are very far apart from each other and follow two simultaneous storylines but putting them together in one physical space i think that's es- awesome essentially imagining monsters inc but like instead of the factory and the snow snowy hills it's france and yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I have had one thought. I do want to return to your idea, Harrison, and explore it slightly more. But I have it, it has made me think of a thought where you know, like you get those themed cruises where, like, maybe it'll be like a murder mystery cruise or something like that, and it's like you know you all go on to this cruise and, and there's like different things happening with acts and stuff what if and, and like but you're also you're genuinely getting a cruise from a place to another place on a boat, right? So what if uh, you buy a flight you know a ticket on a flight from chicago to paris but <laughs> just halfway through the flight a woman starts panicking that her son's not on the flight <laughs> and, and and it's like literally like, when i say halfway, like as in like three hours into like a nine hour flight and yeah. then you watch in real time as this six hour story unfolds of this woman having nothing she can do but wanting to do something about the fact that her son's been left behind exactly. he's eight years old yeah, imagine being on that plane. You're like, what is happening? Yeah. That could be you as the audience member. Exactly, yeah. You're just like, who is this lady? She definitely can't do anything. We're on a plane. We've gone from, like, a classic punch-drunk show to, like, a, just just a stress the experience. Like, yeah. Second-hand stress, yeah. <laughs> well, look, no, let's return to your thought then about um so we've yeah we've kind of devised this sort of immersive space in which you're kind of walking around finding different parts of the story to watch i really like the idea as well of maybe there's multiple like spaces because like Catherine o'hara is like she's in an airport she's in a plane and she's also like in a in a, a bus load of uh, like um polka yeah. uh music performers right so maybe those could be three different spaces built onto the outside of the house that you can also walk into yeah um, i guess the and three sometimes... genders, uh airport, <laughs> airplane and polka van <laughs> but like so maybe but also what's fun about it right is you could just walk into the airport after the stuff that's happened in the airport it's just an empty airport airport. 
<laughs> oh, what a waste of space. <laughs> um, I do, no, I, I do genuinely really like this idea. I think as well, once you get to that third act, it is that exciting thing of how can you keep following the action as everything begins to unfold, which would be genuinely challenging to do uh, because it does move pretty quickly and there's quite a lot going on. And also, I do worry, though, that you could have rogue paint cans hitting audience members <laughs> how do we keep the audience out of the way i yeah, think the yeah, real this question is, the least is how do we eliminate the legal liability and i've got uh <laughs> i've got the answer for you waivers waivers or you sign a waiver speaking and of, if you get hit speaking with a of cruises can, it's your damn fault Speaking of cruises, do it in international waters. Perfect, yes. <laughs> then if, and then if somebody think... dies, you're in the clear. What <laughs> Maybe if we if we merge this with, with Barney's idea. So Barney's idea, Harrison, was that you go on uh, the dark web and pay for people to burgle your house. <laughs> cool. Um, I like that. And, and they seem to have a way of getting rid of all the legal tape. Mm. Yeah. They seem pretty confident, didn't they? Yeah, so, so I, whatever contracts Barney's been cooking up, we'll use those. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Look, I I think you might have brought us our, our last idea to take to this big shot producer. Wow. That, I think we're I mean, ready, Jay. I, yeah, I think we, we... Will, will you will you give me will you give me conceptual credit? When when this makes you big stars? Oh no 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 absolutely no, no one's not! Getting, oh no that's right! Credit, I signed that stupid waiver when I got to the yeah. party. Yeah. I thought it was weird yeah. that they were making me sign something when I walked in. I no, this is this is how it works. Print. If you walk into a maybe like it party, if you're in a, a maybe like it party space, every thing you <laughs> say space? is yeah <laughs> everything you say is potential ip for us to own yeah right. this yeah. is it's like totally um, smith klein but for creativity you're <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh. right i i, I should have known that i was a fool yeah but look enjoy the rest of the party you know maybe just have a bit of restraint when people ask you for ideas about how to stage over yeah I mean I'm definitely gonna have some more restraint when the mob comes back and asks me for more autographs <laughs> yeah well, good I'm luck with the that um, just, just last you, wait, when, when you, when you said mob I just imagined the Italian mob like <laughs> some gangsters <laughs> coming hey, after hey, you to get your autograph only one of autographs <laughs> Well, those are like the Italian Italian mafia. Yeah, yeah. If it's like if okay. it's like the Italian mafia in Jersey, they'd be like, "Hey, give give me your autograph." Stupid. I don't know what they say. <laughs> okay. Well, look, anyway. Caleb. I think we've got to take this stack of ideas and we're going yes. to go give this producer an offer he can't refuse. Hey. <laughs> Um, Harrison, have a very very merry Christmas. Thanks. You too, guys. Take care. Stay safe. And you know, mask up the whole bit. <laughs> and be Thanks, sure, Ash. be sure not to leave any of your family members behind if you decide to go on an impromptu trip halfway around the world. I, I will heed that very advice. specific <laughs> advice. But okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> 
Okay, I mean, I think that's pretty much everyone that's left at the party. I don't think there's anyone left we can ask. I think I think we're nearly ready to... I think we are ready to go and take this to our, our Big Shot producer. We've got a whole stack of ideas. Yeah. I guess we just reel them all off. To, should we recap so we remember I think it's worth got? us going over them just before we then try okay. and pitch them to a producer. That's so true. That's so true. I'm right. No other so, prep, though. Okay. Um, <laughs> who did we speak to? So, we spoke to Dan. Okay, so Dan had, like, the reverse escape room idea yes uh, where you have to try and basically not let people in instead of instead of out that that was great um then yes. we have max max was a sort of horror version where kevin McAllister's whole family are murdered at the beginning and then um we we sort of then watching this young boy have to fight off these murderous thieves for the rest of the the, the play fantastic yeah 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 um, and then, uh, well, then we have Rada, who who wanted us to do like a, a true crime podcast, but yeah, sort of off. after the event, and it's sort of looking back at the, everything that happened through the sort of talking head interviews with with yes. everyone involved. Yeah. Then we bumped into James, and uh, James suggested doing a ballet version of of Home Alone. Yes. Uh, James, who had not seen the film, so fantastic. Um, I mean, that's what happens when you do it off the cuff like this, I guess. I, I guess uh, so. And and then we had uh, Barney, who uh, wanted a sort of dark web uh, paid to be burgled service. Yes, uh, we, I think in the end we got to a place where we were kind of matching up burglars with people that wanted to be burgled. Yes, and and kind of we were just the middlemen that got thrill the money seekers out of it. with thrill givers, and we make the dollar. That makes yes, sense. yes. Then we bumped into Izzy and Gemma, who yes. were talking about a show they'd just seen, and Izzy said. She, so she wanted to do a kind of choose your own adventure style show where we're kind of like we're making decisions about what Kevin's going to do next and then we're seeing each decision play out on stage but then Gemma was saying that we should live stream someone just being home alone in real life yeah but that's when we sort of talk about maybe combining the two so we have choose your own adventure where we're choosing what's going to happen to someone who is home alone in real life and we're live streaming it to an audience yes yes uh what an idea uh but then then we bumped into um josh clark and he he wanted us to have a sort of like crazy beginning like pantomime oh way over the top like slapstick uh beginning uh then we like shrunk and have like a whole first act like monologue where it's like 45 year old uh macaulay corkin having doing like a talking to himself in his head like exploring the trauma of the experience and then like back to the back to the pantomime stuff which the, and then the actor gets older and older and older until we end up back at the trauma monologue stage to sort of expose the trauma of the experience of home alone to yes. the audience yes um and then we had ellie what did ellie yes. have and ellie basically wanted to do real life among us with a home alone sort of sheen over the top so the idea yes. was that there was a you, you were going about prepping for the robbers to come through but there is a saboteur amongst your your group and you have to kind of get everything ready before the robbers and if you don't manage to stop the robbers then uh you have to tell the police who you think the saboteur was yes yes among us or trapped that that, that kind of vibe. that kind yes, of vibe yes, yes. yes okay and then finally we had harrison we had harrison who suggested a kind of punch drunk style promenade show where you're exploring the house and also somehow the airport and the polka bus and uh, and you're looking for the sort of action that's taking place and so as we sort of approach the third act you're kind of going around the house watching all of these things that you've seen kevin setting up you're then watching them be knocked down again 
Yes, yeah, and there's also, there's also like a version of that audience experience where you just spend a lot of money to see absolutely nothing at all, which is very sad, but yes. you know, re- really true to life. Yeah. Um, great. Okay, let's let's go bring him to that producer. Okay. Cool. Uh, uh, where's Elspeth? Elspeth. Um, Gu- guys, guys, I'm so sorry. I tried my hardest, but they had to take a call. Something about a pantomime horse gone rogue. I, I, I just don't remember. Anyway, the producers left, but they were really excited that you seemed to be excited about this. Um, and they asked if you had like any socials they could connect with you on. Oh, like contact details? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that'd um, be great. Okay, so they can um, find us on Instagram or Twitter at Maybe You Like It, that's with the letter U, or on Facebook at Maybe You Like It Productions, uh, or they can visit our website at www.maybeyoulikeit.co.uk, or they can drop us an email at info at maybeyoulikeit.co.uk. It's uh, concerning as general manager that I didn't know that, but you know, well, thank well, you, that's helpful. <laughs> That, that's fine that's fine and, and hopefully they um hopefully they they'll they'll get in touch and we'll give them the ideas and maybe they'll like it maybe they won't Thank you very much. i can't believe we missed our whole christmas party just for the producer to leave jake what a nightmare that was a maybe you like it production maybe you liked it maybe you didn't <laughs>